What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Time is Right podcast. My name is Scott Smith, and uh, I am your host here on the Time is Ripe. This is a podcast of Ripe Creatives, which is a missions organization based in the city of Philadelphia that leverages the arts for the purpose of mission and community transformation. Um, We have a lot of creative people that do amazing things, and we partner together with uh, each other to throw events, but we also partner with others uh, in our city and around our region to throw events together. And today is one of my favorite episodes of the year. Uh, this is year two of doing this. Uh, season one, we had an episode about this particular event, and we got a a, a rerun here in season two, uh, talking about it again. In other words, we ran it back. Look at us running things back to back. That's what we're going for. We want to. We want to get to a place where we get to do the the events with people that we partner with over and over again. Look at us, Jarrett. You already know who that is. That's Top Mop Productions, <laughs> Jarrett Moses. Um, running it back, you know, like being consistent, building relationship over the long term. That's our heart. That's our DNA. And uh, yeah, it's really really cool to to talk about something. I'm alluding to something, but the date is September first. 2023, it was a Friday night in a faraway land called Germantown, (laughs) uh, which is in Philadelphia. I'm joking about it being far. It's like five minutes from here. Um, But we did our year two of the Germantown block party. With the dopest name, I must add. we, We changed the name this year, which is the title of this episode. Yes. Back in Brickyard. Hello. <laughs> now, to talk about this whole thing, I have two amazing guests, and it's going to be a great conversation. Um, one of them is a returner from the episode a year ago with the Germantown Block Party. The man behind it all uh, runs Shores of Grace here in Philadelphia, amazing ministry that does amazing things um, down in Germantown. Luke Billman, welcome back to the pod. Hey. Hello, hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're adorable. Uh, <laughs> Luke is one of my favorite people. He cracks me up. We we met because of a crazy set of circumstances with him being on an airplane with my best friend TJ Brown coming back from Brazil or something. Not even. He he came TJ came down to visit his, uh his wife and their family and they looked online for something they could go to worship-wise and ended up at Shores. In Brazil. In Brazil, at our mission base so for crazy. a worship night. And if I recall correctly, he had a shirt on that said Roxy or Roxboro or something like that. And I went up to him and in Portuguese, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You know, and he's like, I speak English, dog. I'm from Philly, man. And it's just so weird. Like, you'll see the, the losing World Series team shirts or like I love NYC or something in another country, but yep. specific neighborhoods in Philadelphia. No, Pretty you don't. Unique. You don't see that. <laughs> and then when we moved back, we moved a mile and a half from TJ's house. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yep. and it was all connected through that. Yeah. So, so the, TJ's literally my best friend, and Chris Cavalieri and a couple other people all connected with Luke, and um, and then you got connected with my friend Joy and P. Psych. Yep. Which yep. is like family for me, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, oh my gosh, the overlapping relationships. Very cool connection. Everybody's like, yeah. dude, you gotta meet Luke. You know? <laughs> we did. And then, uh, for years, we connected with Philly Project and all that kind of stuff. So well, it was funny when we met Peace and Joy. I was like, 
do you know two Nigerian girls that live in Germantown? And they were like, we are those two Nigerian girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, Luke, there's, there's a fourth voice on this podcast that hasn't been introduced. I'm going to let you introduce our fourth guest, our, our final guest. Okay. All right. This is all audio, right? No video? Yeah, yes. all, all, right. all audio. You can't see it, but she's smoking hot. <laughs> It's my wife. Right, I don't think you need to say I'm that. Kidding, I'm Let's kidding. Let's redo that. You, you can cut that if you yeah, have to. Cut that. Yeah. We're leaving that, Joanne. This is funny. <laughs> it's my wife, Allison Billman, and Ooh. it's not just me that runs Shores of Grace. Everything we do together is a team. So it's her and I are both directors of Shores of Grace here in, in Philadelphia. And yes. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. First my time. very first podcast really? that I've been on. You're amazing. I listen to them, of course. Okay. But, well, yeah. you listen, you you got a you got a home here. Thank you. On the time is right. <laughs> um, yes, Luke, Luke and Allison have been such a godsend uh, to us personally, but but more so to the city, to the to the spiritual climate of our environment in which we find ourselves. They have such a heart for missional, incarnational ministry, right? Like just being on the block, loving people well, doing mm-hmm. life with people, doing mm-hmm. the long work, right, yeah. of evangelism. And we appreciate that a ton. You know, as artists and creatives, we're a lot of times doing the the thing on stage to be mm-hmm. a witness. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but a part of what we've tried to build into our DNA within RIPE has been a culture of like, what does it look like off stage mm-hmm. yeah. to be relationally invested? And to move people towards connectivity locally to what's around them to be able to grow. Yep. And you guys have been like, mm. ah, it's like the same heart. You yes. know what I mean? Because yeah, that's what you heart. guys already live out. Yeah. So when we thought about, man, how do we throw events to do outreach in the city? I told you this a year ago on the podcast. You spoiled us. <laughs> like that I don't know how many places we're going to do these things because I won't do them without a relationship yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like Luke yeah. and Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because I don't just want to throw a show for the sake of throwing a show. Definitely, I want to do yeah. it in a relationship yeah. that matters. Um, and you guys have, have, have been that. So thank you guys. Thank you. Um, let's get into this whole shenanigan. Uh, let's just go back. Year one was amazing. We did a whole episode about it. If you want to hear about what predated us doing that, I mean, there's a whole story about Extreme Tour and a whole bunch of other things. Oh, right, yeah. Um, that episode exists. You can go back and listen to it. But coming out of year one, Jared, we'll start with you. Just like, how did you feel coming out of year one? Like, when we're talking about doing year two, like, where's your head going there? Uh, we didn't even talk about year two until a couple months after. So in those couple months it was just upgrading evaluating like how we approached events overall uh and i know like felt way better about going into it the second time around just because knew what to expect we knew how everything was going to fit together Uh, we had just more of the logistics figured out uh on both like a tech the stage like getting it like sturdier uh, uh even just a better soundboard than we had the year before like everything worked out better and felt better overall yeah yeah anything from you guys i mean you guys were obviously there year one um but going like coming in like in preparation excitement the ways that you were just thinking differently about the event itself before we get there i can say the one thing that stood out to me uh from year one leading up to september of this year was i remembered how 
badly my fingers hurt carrying that stage back in the basement <laughs> after the show. So, so when you said, yeah, we can leave it up overnight. We'll get it the next day. I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> or whatever. Did we leave it up? Did it get... You know, no, we, it, no, we it took it down. That's right. Yeah. We took it down that night. I was sick. You were sick. I, you were yeah. sick. We yeah. just you got, got out of that. it. You yeah, don't remember that. Put Leighton on it. Leighton helped. But <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm half kidding about that. But yeah, whenever we do something, like when, if it's something that we're trying to revisit um, or something that we're trying to keep uh, keep as a recurring thing, whether it's monthly or annually or whatever, I tend to always look at things of like, what does it look like for this to expand? And we talked leading up to that of like, oh, maybe we can get the, the parking lot next door to shut down and put some vendors in there or something. You were talking to that, uh, I forget his name, the skate park guy yep. from Creation. Carrie. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could have something like that. And <clears throat> we tried with some bouncy houses this year. Can't say I liked it that much. Kind of threw off the vibe to me a little bit, but the kids oh, loved I, it. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was you great. Liked it? Okay. I thought it was great. an awesome upgrade. Okay. I, thought I it was really huge. did. All right. See, this like, is how the kingdom works. Like I, <laughs> yeah, like I, I definitely felt like it felt more like family oriented. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, like actually just all ages. Like yeah. any person of any age could come in there and they could find something that like connected to that yeah, yeah 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 that was cool i mean yeah you're talking about trying to upgrade stuff there were some things that we like tried and struck out on yeah yeah, yeah. But it still was a lot of stuff that wasn't there the year before the right. popcorn oh, yeah. machine yeah. yeah cotton candy yep. yeah a lot of the drinks and food vendors yep mm-hmm. and then the uh the bouncy houses obviously but the biggest one was probably the book pack uh, the bu- book the bag, backpack, oh, the backpack giveaway, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah like, that yeah. was really nice. Yeah, that the church did yep. itself, and mm-hmm. that was huge. Like giving away um, backpacks. Why can't I think book bags, backpacks? backpacks. Which one is backpacks? Jan Sport, same thing. <laughs> 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 oh, why am I confused? Right? I don't know. We know what <laughs> those you things that you take to school with yeah. you yeah. as a child, right? Uh, they Whatever gave away called. a bunch, like <laughs> yeah. dozens of those, yeah. to kids in the neighborhood. Yep. So I, there was a ton of yeah. like upgrades. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. So meeting so many different needs, not just like spiritual needs, but like physical needs of people like that are hungry or that actually need school supplies and and whatever. It's good. Yeah, but I think all of it kind of all of it kind of addresses this spiritual need. Like people that are are living in a place where you can't afford to buy a book pack for your kid, having the church give you a book pack is something that ignites something in your heart to see mm-hmm. God loves me. Yeah. The body of Christ loves me. That it kind of, I think, I think the event does a really good job of painting this like holistic picture of the kingdom that isn't just like, here's a couple songs and then there's an altar call. We're doing the routine of what everybody does or whatever. It's, we want to address as much as we can while we're releasing a sound that we believe can change the environment where we're at. And I think there's a lot of power behind that of, I mean, we live in the yard where we threw this concert. So firsthand, the sounds that we hear on a regular basis are gunshots, sirens, screaming, yelling, drunk people running around out front, car accidents, people being mad, anger in the air and frustration and contempt and stuff like that. And even when there's just like a two, three, four hour break of we're going to release something else into the air here, whether we get to see like the direct fruit of that in that moment or not, something is out there that's changing the environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
that like God kind of plants a seed in that, that there's something in the actual environment of the city where we're at that kind of shifts people's perspectives on things and um, does something holy in the middle of stuff that the city normally looks at is this is the part that we just don't really address. We don't really help this section. You or, know? Yeah. This is the neighborhood that we don't. Yeah. This is the neighborhood to, that we yeah. overlook. And, yep. <clears throat> yep. So yeah. Sorry if I rambled there. No, you can you, chop that up. However listen, you, you are. Okay. Ramble your on. rambling is like philosophical <laughs> depth. You know? okay. All right. Good. I'll, like I'll keep beautiful. rambling. <laughs> and I love, I love the way your brain works. You know? <laughs> so thank you. Um, no, it's so good, man. It's just, it's been a match made in heaven for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, my only frustration is you might've spoiled us because it's like not very many people operate the way that you guys do and get us so deeply that we don't, there's no like making an explanation Mm-hmm. with y'all because mm-hmm. it's just like kinsmen yeah. Yeah. heart yeah yeah um that you want to reach people you want to do it to honor the lord you want to contextualize yeah what yeah. you're trying to do right yeah. like that's yeah. who, who you guys are and how you live um versus you know other places and other groups and other things where yeah. you feel like you're banging your head against the wall to yes. try to get them to even see yeah yeah with yes. a proper lens yeah for the context. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been really like a, like a wonderful relationship with you guys. Um, and we feel the same way. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's just, it was almost like a sigh of relief when there was just a moment when I, when I, I don't know if I heard you say something or like, there was just like a movement of all of the artists and everyone working at Ripe just like knew to go out and talk to people. Like there wasn't even like a, Hey, don't forget. We need to talk to people. Like there's just like, that's just the culture. And we just like, I just, I remember I could breathe. Well, Luke was sick and I was like running around like crazy. And it was just so nice to have people know that that's what we're there for. Like it's about relationship, you know, like the, the music is amazing. The, the spoken words awesome, but having this having people see people come off the stage and then want to talk to them. Like there's something really special in that. Like there's, I keep hearing the word worthy. Like, like we're showing people in our neighborhood that they're worthy of this. They're worthy of our time and our energy and the money spent and the time, you know, all of that stuff. But seeing people just like wanting to spend time talking with, with these people who often are overlooked and, and ignored like that just is, I just think it's so beautiful. Yeah. I just love that we both just know to do that. Like both of our, our yeah. ministries, yeah. you know? I, yeah. do, I do remember being struck by that. Like I was sick, sick the day of the event. <laughs> and I would just, I'd wander out with a mask on and like do a lap or two until I was like, oh my God, I need, to, dizzy. I need to lay down for a little bit. But every time that I would come off, like it wasn't like, all the artists are hanging in this corner and yeah. all the people attending are over here watching yes. it. It The artists are out and about talking to any random person that's coming through. And I'm just like, yes, that's so good. Like it connects the, the heart of the gospel, connects the heart of that transformative sound to the person. Mm. Right. Even if it's not like, oh, let me talk to you about what that lyric means or something, mm-hmm. but just, I want to connect with you. I meant what I said from the microphone. Yeah. And now I'm going to be involved in yep. community for the short time that we're here. Yeah. Like, 
That's beautiful. I That's love a it. beautiful picture of what the yeah, kingdom looks like. Absolutely. You know? Oh, it's so good. I mean, that is, I, I <laughs> will say, like, it's not always natural, nope. but it is something we teach, mm-hmm. right? It's something that we actively like push for and drive because, and it's not a, a testament to like they, they lack compassion. It's more no, just sure. introverted. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. Some artists are like, I just want to be over here. No, in the I corner, get it. Right? Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But what we've kind of tried to say is like, okay, w- what we're not going to do is create these bubbles like for our team over here, like yes. let's not do green room the stuff, green room. Yes. right? Yes. <laughs> like conferences have green rooms. So you don't have any artists that demand like all the red M and M's get picked out of the bowl. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just brown M and M's only. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no artificial color. Yeah. Um, no, we we try to establish a culture where that's where that's not us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That like we want anybody who's ever booked us for anything, regardless of the scale of it. For them to be like, man, they were committed to the people, yeah. right? Like yeah. they were, they were out with the kids here, there, like whatever yeah. it is that we're going to. That's what we want our resume to be. Oh yeah, is like, oh yeah, there might have been some artists that had better, better hits on Spotify and Apple Music or whatever, yeah. but nobody loved these people mm-hmm. better than them, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we want that to be our DNA, and that's kind of been our heart with Family Night, mm-hmm. right? To create a night once a week, once a once every other week or once a month, like once or twice a month typically, probably be about once a month next year, but like once a month we gather and we just connect. Yeah. We're not out of the gig. Mm-hmm. And that where our heart is like connect now so that we're not using the gig to build our friendships. Oh, that's yeah. good. Right? Yeah. That's good. Like mm-hmm. build your friendships here. Right. So that whenever we're at the gig we're we're linked arm to arm, but we're facing outward. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. right? We're not I looking like at each other. Yeah, that's really that's good. good. Um, yeah. that's good. And that's kind of the heart of like family night is to to make it so that we don't feel like we're losing connectivity with one another and we're just constantly doing ministry together. We still have a relational capital and a trust yeah, yeah. because of time we spent in, in our family night environment. Yeah. So. That's really good. Yeah, we've, like we've been fighting for this yeah. and contending <laughs> for it. We get it, it. yeah. Yeah. But I do think they did a better job of it this year than last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, even mm-hmm. like to see that growth because we we didn't see it as much in 2022. Yeah, and we're like we have this has to be the only thing that matters tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you talk to people. Well, yeah. it was Who very evident. Yeah. yeah, it was evident. Yeah, you know? I yeah we definitely felt that it was yeah. really good. And Luke was sick as a dog. <laughs> uh, shout out for powering through as best you could. <laughs> You were so sick. I was. <laughs> it was crazy. I would lay on the ever. couch and be like, "Why? Why? <laughs> Why now? Today of all day. Yeah, I know. I think there was one point you come up to me and you like, I don't even remember what you said. I was like, "What'd you say?" You're like, "Yeah." And then walked away. I was like, hallucinating. It's fine. <laughs> like, just let him go sleep. Great timing. Well, like, my personality is, I love to serve. So if I'm looking out the window, even if I'm throwing up in the kitchen sink, and I see you struggling with something on the stage i'm like i should go help him <laughs> you know like Luke, you should puke go on lay the sound down. guy right before the event that's gonna be great you know <laughs> spread those germs <laughs> let's see how it goes uh, it's, it was it was great and i i think it's like if if you'd gotten sick a year ago we probably would have been really stressful Oh, yeah. I think so too. But I think because like we had done it once before. Yeah. I People know for knew us, was... like we didn't think any like we were like, oh, we're sad for Luke. Yeah. But there wasn't an mm-hmm. ounce of like 
concern on our end. Yeah, like, like, oh no, how are we going to make this happen? What is this event going to look like now? Because, you know what I mean? So I think that there's just that trust. Shout out to our teenagers for. Yeah, your guys' kids helped out a lot. They really did. It was a lot of. They're so. They've always been like very involved in our ministry and we were we're really thankful for that and like it's not like we're like you must help out at all times but they really do like they love it and yeah. Leighton really just thrived like this came year in, in it. that yeah. night and was like that was awesome and we were like did, <laughs> you, did literally... you like the event and he was like yeah but i'm i mean setting up all the stuff and helping and i was like oh really do, do you want awesome? me to See if that's something you can help with. He yeah. was like, "Yeah, please!" Like oh, that was super was cool. Great. Shout out to Layden. Layden is amazing. He's a good kid. It was a lot of fun, like having him around, getting to like explain just the basics of it to him, yeah. and like I couldn't tell if it was like sinking in or just bouncing off, but yeah. like it it stuck with him, and I loved that. And yeah. Like, yeah. It's hard to tell with any 14-year-old yeah. in general yeah. what's <laughs> sticking, what's not. That's probably it. So <laughs> we were just as surprised. <laughs> you don't have to have that. <laughs> no, that's good. Shout out to we Layton. loved it. We loved it. And honestly, like, what kid, what teenager doesn't like young adults to like connect with? Yeah, you know, your parents yeah. get old. We're old folks now. <laughs> good. I mean, he did so well, like, and enjoyed it so much yeah. that it became a connection point for even worship fest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you asked, like, "Hey, is there anything else he can help with?" Scott's like, "This is all you, bro." I'm like, "Yes, I oh, know exactly good. where I'm putting him on yeah. this event." Yeah. Wonderful. He came out, helped at worship fest. He was like the the hand for stage two he, he was helping yep. out my buddy gabe all day and no one had anything but positive things oh, to say about I him love that. Awesome. he was mad yeah. props for layton yeah, yeah. I like shout that. out to layton yep um let's get into the to the actual event a little bit i know luke your uh your, your ability to talk about it is gonna be limited because <laughs> you were so out of it um, but I will just say one of the really interesting things we had every intention of running back almost the entire lineup and that did not happen at all. Um, and I'm so grateful that it worked out that way. Yes. Like we asked, because everybody, last year we had a ton of artists on it and everybody was great. And so we had every intention of like anybody who was on it last year, we'd love to have back. Mm-hmm. And just conflicts came up for so many different people. Because mm-hmm. if you had asked any of them the week after it last year, they would have been like, yes, I'll, I'll be there immediately. Loved the event. Like it was a great time connecting with everyone. And then as soon as the calls and texts start happening about this year. Yeah, the date mm, just did not work out. Mm. I mean, it was, I think, Memorial Day. Memorial Day Labor weekend. Day. Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. weekend. Yeah. Labor Day yeah. weekend. So that was a little bit. Of, but still, like, I think it was a perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before was at the end of July. We mm, did this at the beginning okay. of September. Yeah. Now, why that helped is because we got a later, uh, more time under the lights. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Right? Because it wasn't right. as bright. Uh, it was a little bit shorter of a day in September, uh, a little bit cooler of a of an evening than yeah, the middle of July, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we also had like rain and stuff in 2022. We didn't have any mm-hmm. yeah, uh, right. yeah. inclement weather that. this yeah. time. Um, so it, like, but some people that we would have loved to have on this year couldn't make it and a bunch of ringers showed up. And so I just want to shout out the lineup. Um, Leah Wren uh, was a returner. Came One back. of the few, yes. She opened up. Uh, then we had Q Flow first time he was filling in mm-hmm. uh, for Aram or Abel, one of those two. Like yeah, couldn't yeah. have been on it, so we got Q Flow, who really loved it. Um, and he's like a rapper's rapper. He's like so gritty Philly. I'm from Love Philly, it. you know. Yeah. <laughs> like that's literally one of his songs. That's what's needed. You know? That's yeah. what we need. So yeah. he killed it. Loved loved mm-hmm. having Q Flow there. Mm-hmm. Eves, I think mm-hmm. this is her first time doing. 
the Germantown show because I don't think she was really she a ripe artist yet. She wasn't a, a ripe artist ago. yet, but like she came around and was hanging out. I remember her being there the year. Yeah, before. but she didn't. She didn't perform. Right. But she performed on this one. Shout out to Eves because you, when you talk about that investment in the people, like Eves just that was her. She's the best. Mm, like awesome. and just yeah. and building relationship, connecting with people. Um, like I saw an entire family like adopting her, like little girls are putting stickers on her oh, face. Oh, you know goodness. what I mean? Like it was just like yeah. Eve's in this family. I, like, I, think I, did I think she see walked that. into they the have car. Like, the lady had like four kids with her or something yes. in the yeah, wagon. Yeah, I did, see, him, I did see that yeah. happen. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think she walked into the car yeah. like, whenever they were oh, trying for that. them to leave to get home to go to bed. Like she walked them out oh. and it was just like, man, Eve's really lives into that culture a ton. Um, another returner was AVG. Yes. So after AVG and AVG did spoken word stuff again, a year ago we talked a lot about AVG set at the Germantown Block Party because of the significance that it had with Serena. Yeah. Um, but having AVG back um, was was a blast, and he's just such a good spoken word artist. Mm-hmm. Like he's the mm-hmm. poet's poet for a reason. Um, after AVG, we had Rashid, new artist on this one. So already three to two, two returners, three new just at this point. Um, Rashid Sanfleur did a singer-songwriter set. And after AVG, like, could you pick a better, like, transition there where that <laughs> middle of that day is, like, deep, thoughtful, pro- like, thought-provoking, moving, yeah, like, music, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, such a good feel. Um, after Rashid, we had Demir. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Demir. He was going to be on later in the night, but we had, like, a late arrival on another front, so we yeah, moved Demir up. Issues. And Demir always kills it. I don't know if you remember Demir. Demir is just like the yeah. high energy yeah. guy Okay, that's floating around the stage. You he know. was on the year before, I think, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was a returner. Um, he brought Jason with him again this year for playing some drums for his track, which, again, always brings up the energy a little bit, mm-hmm. which matches mm-hmm. Demir. Having live music um, behind you, I think, is is always better. When you can it's do it, right? Cool, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a cost. It's a practical thing. Mm-hmm. It's know? just not always logistically possible. Sometimes you just system. can't get a kit there. Yep. So we uh, we worked that out, and uh, Demir did great. And then we had Wildfire for the first time Yes. on the Germantown show. So another another new person to, uh, to this opportunity, and they... Absolutely killed it. Yeah. Um, doing their singer-songwriter stuff. Uh, Esteban plays guitar and Priscilla plays viola. And so it was a lot of like hip-hop to singer-songwriter yeah, to poet, yeah. like kind of like I love, a roller yeah, coaster. the variety. And, yeah, yeah. It's never like dull. And mm-hmm. it never gets redundant because you're constantly yep. changing the vibe. Yeah. And then uh, Sergine kind of came up and Priest of Gospel through her spoken word poetry. Yeah. She's so stinking she talented. amazing. Yeah. And I then remember. we... Closed out the night with uh, the Dreamer, mm-hmm. new person, yes, and Doc Hero Returner. Mm-hmm. They did a co-joint kind yeah. of set together, yeah, and the energy went yeah. wild to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that that's the, really good way the to lineup. I would love for you guys, just anybody that like stuck out to you from the whole day. I mean, everybody did great, but were there any moments throughout the day or people on the lineup that you connected with that just? Kind of I remember um, it, it's really hard for me to connect names and who was performing, but the woman who was performing spoken word towards the end. Sergene. Sergene. I, I can't even remember the words that she said, but I remember it was like I connected 
like my heart connected to everything that she was saying for the community itself. Like there was there was just such a rawness. Wait, in was the, that the one saying. where at some point something happened and she was like, hold on. Let yeah, me start she again. had to start it a couple yeah. times. Yeah, something. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I really like that one too. Just there was <clears> just <throat> a rawness in it, which just when you have to be raw, you absolutely have to be vulnerable, and just there is no way, other way to be real, like to be connected with the people. And what we love about ministering in the city, ministering to people who. Um, or living in poverty is the rawness and you don't get that outside of the city, at least in our experience. But we love people who can come up to us and say, this is what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. These are the horrible things that are happening in my life. And not that she was saying those things like specifically, but there was a rawness. There was a openness, vulnerability vulnerability in her words that I just remember just it. It's giving me chills now. Just remembering that's how you connect to the heart of people by being open, you know, w- about your own struggles, about the things that you're struggling with, because that's how people are coming up to us every day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is, this is my heart. That's like, we, you wouldn't believe the amount of personal information that people come up to us with. <laughs> um, sometimes it's way too much. And you're like, did you really just say that? <laughs> but you have to be. And so, you know, there, there's a way to be raw and just, and really connect with people. And that's, you know, that's Jesus right there. It really is just yeah. the openness and being there with the people and, and spilling your heart out. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I like, I was just kind of, <laughs> Nobody can see my hand movements, but I was just kind of like, I'd come out for like five, 10 minutes, walk around, go in and sit down, come back out when I felt a little better. So I don't remember anybody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't remember like any specific, uh, you know, artist up there, but I remember the vibe in the yard. Yeah. And I remember seeing more people than last year coming up to have conversations like that of like, yeah. This place is safe. Yeah. I can talk to people about, you know, whatever is going on. And I think like, you know, so often like people say, you got to get yourself together, man. Like get it together. You need to get your stuff together. Mm-hmm. The more put together we are, the more we think we need to look put together to the rest of the people. Because we did that thing we were told to do and put ourselves together. And now we have to look like this pretty buttoned up thing that yeah. knows how to make everything right. In the hood, when you can create this environment, when you can release a sound that puts something out there that says it's safe for you to be real here, the realness that you get is really real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sometimes more real than you want it to be. Yep. Um, but I think like everybody with Ripe, all of the artists, everything that was coming out from the stage, whether it was singer-songwriter, spoken word, hip-hop or whatever it created this atmosphere for people to feel like we're safe to be able to release this stuff. Like, even if it's just, I need to get this out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about it. I know you don't know what to do about it, but I need to get this out. It's kind of like that, uh, to the Greek, the Greek, to a Roman, to the Roman, the Roman, to the Jew, the Jew, to the Philadelphian, the Philadelphian. Yeah, definitely. And, to be a Philadelphian to a Philadelphian means you don't really pretty it up when you're talking about stuff. It's very much that's true. 
as gritty as gritty is for the Flyers, you know, <laughs> like, and, and it's in that grit <clears throat> that you can have this ministry in a place where, like, if these holy cords are coming off the stage, like into the environment where all these people are, the grit does something where it opens up for healing to come, for wholeness to come, for yeah. freedom yeah. to come, for redemption to come, for restoration to come, for all that stuff to happen. It's not like the sick guy that can only make it out for five minutes at a shot is doing anything special to create this. It was all you guys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was you, Big Al. You can cut that. <laughs> no! I just wanted to say it once in oh the mic my while gosh. he was recording. But... <laughs> <laughs> nicknames no but just like just the heart in all the artists that ripe your heart yeah. scott your heart jared of just that it creates something where it's different than just oh yeah it's some mainline event where they've done the same thing for the past 20 years over and over again you mm -hmm. know what to expect those things are cool too that's great but it's cool when you can create an environment like that where people can come have a good time and hang out but at the same time our in a spot where it's possible for you to be healed and touched on a deeper level yeah. while you're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's a, it's a special thing. You know I mean? I, I think I got to see an idea, concept in motion whenever I went on tour a couple of years ago, which we talked about last year. And I was just like, man, this is a, as a vision to go out and reach people right where they are. Music is such a hook. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's a yeah. net. It's yeah. a gathering tool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the end all. Yeah. Be all like isn't just the performance, but it, it can be such a a part of what God is going to use to create other moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And both in the physical, like you said, meeting yeah. some physical tangible needs, but those physical tangibles have something to do with the spiritual need oh, as well. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. But that it's like it it's kind of a cool triangle. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, gospel, truth, art, and physical needs stuff mm -hmm. yeah. colliding on Germantown Avenue yeah. Yeah. in Brickyard yeah. for a night. You know? Yeah. Like how yeah. do yeah. how does God gonna use this? And it's crazy because it's not a big scale event. Yeah. Right. It's very intimate. Right. Right? Like it's a lot of people, but even though there's might not be a ton of people there because the sound system and like those big boy QSCs that we borrowed from Change and stuff, <laughs> like it does ring out mm -hmm. yeah. over the neighborhood mm -hmm. in a way that gunshots ring out yep. over the neighborhood. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You have Rashid's voice. Yeah, exactly. Singing a song about healing. Yep. Healer, help me please. Yeah. 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 Ah, man. I know. And this just kid. think of the acoustics of how it's positioned. You have this huge stone building behind you, a row of stone row homes here, and another row here that yeah, it just kind of creates this amplifier. Of, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Yeah. It's a cool spot. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I feel bad for whoever's on the other side of the family dollar, but you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're getting blasted. Well, actually, that's where um, every 4th of July they have a big fireworks show. Ooh, we call so it the Germantown Firework Extravaganza. Extravaganza. And so we usually sit like right out just on the sidewalk and we have, we don't have to go anywhere. It's just all right there. So we're just like sharing 
our contribution to the community. They share theirs every 4th of July. Yep. And here comes ours in a different sense. But yep. That's awesome. <laughs> so good. The, the firework thing is a little more in the gray area of yeah, whether it was okay to do exactly or not. exactly legal, but, you know, yeah. we enjoy it. <laughs> it's a Philly, man. There's fireworks every night out here. That's right. That's right. There's fireworks in December in Philly for no reason. No reason at all. Boxing day. We got to get the fireworks. <laughs> Eagles win on a random Sunday. Yeah, yeah. fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I am uh, looking at my notes here, and I have eight names of people that we hit up that couldn't come. Mm. That oh, wow. led to the lineup that we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's very like interesting how every single one of those people were like a perfect fit. Yeah. I know, and some of them weren't intended to be there from the initial like list of trying to run mm-hmm. it back with a lot of people mm-hmm. and i just i said this on another episode i've said this probably on 10 of these episodes but how like somebody's no leads to somebody else's yes yep. yeah yeah and it's so good to see that in action in a space like that because i guarantee if we had any of these artists on this episode, they'd be sharing about what it meant to them yeah, yeah. to be there, mm-hmm. even if that wasn't the the intention. And yeah. like, you didn't mean to be sick, yeah, no, right? Like that wasn't the intention, <laughs> right. but it happened. God is just sovereign yeah, over that stuff, totally, yeah. Totally. And you know, it was just a it was just a really really good night. Shout out to everybody, yeah, absolutely, um, doing their thing. I loved having Drew there in particular, the dreamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like been a Philly music artist. He moved down to Delaware recently. Uh, but he still goes to church in Philly, or at least he was uh, at the time of, of this event. And just a guy who like has cared about the city of Philadelphia forever. Yeah. yeah. And written music and like performed for news stations and performed it like, you know, big opportunities at studios and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But getting him out of like this big kind of opportunity thing for, and into the neighborhood of Brickyard yeah. Yeah. and yeah. put him on stage, like... That's awesome. The dreamer just looks like he's famous. Like, yeah, he just yeah. does. He's got that look. He's like, this guy's a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. But it's like he's just as like he belongs here right. in this yeah. environment. People of stature and gifting and quality and excellence. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, like, let's not bypass this. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of yeah. like the artists that go perform at prisons and stuff right yeah like if well, you're good enough for that music hall you're yeah. good enough for it's like prison, well it's like the know? nfl players who come back to you know their neighborhoods for the holidays and and hand out Bless gifts you know yeah. but yeah. it's like there's just what i mean i'm not from philly but what i know about philly is that philadelphians want how can i say this like unless you're from philly you're not going to get any cred like necessarily it's more well like once people know let me say it this way it once people know you're from philly there's going to be a whole new level of respect yep and for people who like what's his name dreamer yep if you look like a star they see you on stage and then they see you come out into the into the audience and just talk one-on-one with other people that has so much meaning mm-hmm. to people, yeah. you know, it really does. Like you might not have ever seen them before. The people in our neighborhood might not have ever heard of them before, but just that vision of like, you know, you were on stage performing something like I could never imagine doing something that our neighbors maybe not could never imagine doing. And then just coming down and just having a conversation 
with somebody else is just it's I, really important for people to I see that like they are worth that. I feel like there was someone last year too that I want to say she was in Florida or something that she was from Philly, but she flew up on purpose. Namara, Namara, yeah. yeah, she yeah, was there right. again. She was attending this year. Aww. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah she really just cool. she just got married. Aww. And um, she's on this list of the outs of the nose oh. that's open the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah she cool. was the, one of our first ass. Yeah. Uh, but she was getting married, and I was like, "Yeah, you should not do this." You may cut this, but like, funny story with that is like uh, the guy that she got married to. I'm a friend of his uh, from college, but literally the year before was where they reconnected and started talking no again. And then at the last at our event at, the, at Germantown last oh year. Oh my right? gosh! Look at that! Look at God! And they got married since then. They got married like right before Brickyard. Oh my god! Like gosh. a couple days before. We didn't get a wedding invite. They met each other in our yard. What the heck? <laughs> no, 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 they didn't. Meet. On, they girl. knew each other. They no, knew each I'm other before, but they <laughs> so rekindled. Rekindled. Oh, rekindled. That's really cool. Rekindled the flame <laughs> at, back in Brickyard. Yeah, that's adorable. No, I love that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a. It's awesome. God, God is so sovereign over that mm-hmm. stuff, man. Absolutely. It's a good it's a good reminder, you know, that He's always working behind the scenes. Yep. I know. Yep. And you know, I just I felt like. Yeah, like it's it's a big ask to ask artists, hey, will you come in for very little resource yeah. and serve? Yeah. I know. But I think what was cool for me was like having this list of eight no's that I'm reading right now, mm-hmm. and we still had a full lineup, mm-hmm. and we probably had people that we could have had on this lineup that aren't even on it Yeah. in addition, and I'm like, oh, there's actually like a roster out here that like if we find places like Shores of Grace to partner with, to throw shows yeah. in neighborhoods, to reach people in Philadelphia, there's going to be people who are going to say yes to those opportunities yeah, to step up and minister yeah. through the arts. I love that. And that's like, I mean, that's maybe more than anything else I do. Like creatives events, you know, these bookings and performing myself and, you know, everything else that we do, like all the conferences and the festivals, right? Like, cool. But my heartbeat... Yeah. Like if I could do anything all the time, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it would be this stuff. Yeah. Oh, like creating a, yeah. a a a Philly based neighborhood to neighborhood kind of tour. Yeah. 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 You know, like that's that would be so stinking beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking into what you guys talked about last year and still believing that it can and will happen, you were saying that you have a map uh of all the Philly neighborhoods and you could hit one Philly neighborhood every weekend and still have extra neighborhoods to go yeah. through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mid fifties, yeah. right? A lot. Yeah. 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 Your, your team might want to die at the end of that year, but you know, we'll combine it. Yeah, yeah. Philly. And I and I mean, like just to call a spade a spade, right? The only thing standing in the way of that is resource. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it's like a thing where you can't move ahead of the Lord mm-hmm. because you don't want to burn people out. If you're moving ahead, you're going to end up burning people yeah. out. But it's like we would need a van yep. that we own, yeah, not right. a U-Haul that we rent every time. Yes. Because we're doing that right now, and that can add up like pretty fast, right? Yeah. Or we need a place to store the stage yeah. that is yeah. currently stored somewhere else. Yeah. You know? Right. And like all those types of things, like to make it uh here's how we get in, set up, do the show, and tear down and get the stuff back to the location, like to have a system in place, you need the resources to have that infrastructure. Yeah. 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 And right now we just don't have it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But that's like the big thing, you know? That's what makes these events so much more special for us to do. Yeah. That's why we love them so much. Yep. Yeah. Because we want to do more of them. It's just right. a matter yeah. of kind yeah. of that difference there. 
Um, but thank you guys for partnering with us on it. Of course. Thank um, you. We couldn't give... do it ourselves. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we... it's never felt like a, I got a book, Scott. No. It's a, like, you ever see the the camera shot of in the 2017 Super Bowl? Nick Foles walks up to Doug Peterson and he just goes, you want to do Philly Philly? And Peterson's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. That's how this has always felt to me, that I'm like, yeah, this would be dope. And you're like, yeah, that would be dope. Should okay. we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. You know? Yeah, I mean, that was the whole start of this was you said, dude, can't you just do this? Yeah. Like, you don't, why Why can't we do this ourselves? Yeah. 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 And I was like, well, I don't have the equipment. And then Namar. Yeah. Yep. We got the yeah. equipment. Yep. Namar showed up. Yep. God's good. Like, said, hey, yeah. I feel yeah. like and I'm supposed to give you. Given providing those resources when we need them. I it's know. just awesome, man. I know. You know. I know. But yeah, I mean, that's the, the beauty of this whole story, right? Going back to last year's episode about this, you know, I we did the tour that I was on at Shores. And, you know, it was kind of a thing where you just said to me, like, Let's just do it. Yeah, yeah. Philly, Philly. Yeah, you know. Yep. You want to throw it? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's do it. And I kind of said, like, I I don't have the equipment to do it. Like, theoretically, yes, mm-hmm. but we don't have the stuff. And then Namar showed up with this crazy donation of gear, which you know we've added on to, or we've gotten other stuff since then, or connections to relationship to borrow some yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, wow, we have everything that we need to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's kind of where we're at, right? It's like a desire for more to do more, yeah. but a contentment with what you have that's to right. do what you that's have. Right. Yeah, definitely. To do with what you that's have, good. right? So it's like yeah. that secret of contentment, yeah. having vision yeah. and contentment, yeah. Yeah. having like faith that. and contentment. Yep. I want more, I want more, I want more, but if it's just this, we're good. That's right. Yeah. That's you know? right. And that's so right. I think even as we dream about the future of this thing, yeah. Luke is a dreamer, right? So he's like... We're going to shut down the block. Major Germantown Avenue will be shut down for the back in Brickyard. And it might take a while to get there, right? But, right. but I think the fact that it, like you're dreaming about a second stage behind the building, yeah. And, yeah. you know, like, will, the, will those things happen in 2024 or 2025? Who knows? Yeah. But always taking a step forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think from year one to year two on this end, it was a massive step. It really forward. was. Yeah. Even if you feel like the bouncy ounces weren't the right fit, like I thought they were great. Yeah, Still I thought the kids maybe, really loved. Well, maybe it was like because my stomach was feeling a certain way that just looking at them, I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> the, the big red thing. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. But the kids like loved it. They were playing. Yeah. They were having fun. Yeah, and yeah. I I think I remember saying a lot over and over again in the evening was, no kid's gonna just sit there and listen to music. Like what right. child in the history of the world has ever just sat there and listened to music? Um, I, Ada Joanne, okay. your daughter, well, at, a, at a corn and Slipknot concert. Yeah, she did fall asleep at corn once. On, fell asleep on right stage. next to the speaker for the whole set. Yeah. Okay. Like that yeah, might be the exception. One exception. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I should get him. Not normal. Not normal. <laughs> But what kid is going to just sit for a four-hour right. concert? That doesn't happen. It might happen. give you 15 it, minutes. But they're still hearing it. They're yeah. still hearing yep. it. They're still in Something's this environment planted. of this is different than our normal Germantown. I am not afraid right now to be walking mm-hmm. down the street. My mom's okay with me being at the, ch- they just call it the church, 
uh, because they know this is a safe place, you yep. know, and I think we just like upped it even more having that there. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. know, it was like in cotton candy machine. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Kids love that. Yeah. And what else? Straight we had sugar. snow cones, I think, too. And yep. um, then we had, you know, our own snack table, too. And and people just know that we always have food for them. I think some of them were upset we didn't have a whole meal that night. <laughs> but yeah, well, the, one of the cool things, the Bounty House Company went like we we paid them to be there we hired them to come and bring all this stuff and as they're leaving they're like how can we support the ministry and started venmo and money before they got home wow you know what i mean like that's so cool man that you're you're hired for a task like you don't know any of the other people that here you're not from our section of town like yeah you know whatever and it's like there's fruit in this i want to sow into it yeah you know that's Mm -hmm. so cool and even just so we're reaching people we didn't even mean to reach yeah that's something we heard last year and this year from people coming in it's just this is so good nobody does this here you know what i mean it's not like it's not like you guys have something to offer that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world but you're offering something in places that other people don't offer it you know what i mean Mm. and particularly when you're serving a demographic that doesn't have the option to drive to Hershey for a concert or, you know, whatever, like go, go way out that it's just, I'm going to walk up the street, something's happening. Yeah. Or you're walking by and something just draws you in yeah. because of it. Mm. Um, that we hear that over and over again from people. This is so good. This is so good. Why doesn't the church do more of this, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> oh, you're convicting the heck out of me right now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, I'm thinking about so many other places, not even just in urban, difficult environments, but even like small town USA. Yeah, oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there's some stuff that's in the works in our community. You know, I'll be more general, but just in the future of like tours and things, yeah. right? Of like going into places that don't usually have the thing that we're going to do yeah yeah to inspire and try to like drop a seed that hopefully will become a tree that yeah puts some fruit with more seeds in it right right? yeah Yeah. like that kind of idea because you you're right these it's so compelling whenever somebody shows up to do something that isn't normally done in that environment yes Yeah. yeah yeah you can actually be pretty terrible and it still goes well yeah <laughs> i know, you know hopefully we're not you know, we try to be very excellent with what we do but you know because there's nothing else that like that there yeah right it is like wow who are these people yeah yeah and i've said it to the artists because i think artists like think through a how do i build a fan base digitally yeah and i've just kind of said over and over like who gives a rip yeah, yeah. right outside of obviously getting to you know, 10 million streams a year is going to get you 20, 20 to $30,000, right? That's awesome. Yeah. There's very few artists that get to those numbers. Yeah. But more important than those things is always going to be who is, who's the person you've impacted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. the, yeah. Who's fan to follower to friend? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yeah. where, where do you get to friend? Yeah. Cause that's where there's actual mm. real intimacy where you learn something yep. from them and you're giving them something yeah. back. Yeah. That's, that's really cool because we, we feel that way about our ministry too. Like, um, in a way, I mean, we don't have fans, but, but, you know, like people who've come to our meals. And then in that have learned that they too can serve. Yeah. And through that, they become a friend. 
You know, like there's that same process with what we're doing. Like we're just being real with people. Like we're just there, like on the ground, you know, with them. And that is our goal is for them to become a friend, become, have a relationship, you know, and we've seen that happen and and love that both of us have seen that, you know. And that's, I mean, that's for the book, the, the Luke and Allison Billman book. You know, oh, we got a book. Yeah, you guys you should. Have, you we, should have. We you actually should. do have a book. We do. The Bible? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, you no, there is you actually. You need an, to put this in there, book. but for our anniversary one year, I had a book made for her that was like. It's like a little cartoon book. L and A. Love online. Like our love story. Or something like that. <laughs> it's very cute. Yeah, it's just a cartoon book. It's of, cute anyway. <laughs> yeah, but we do. It's called L and A. Yeah, and you know. <laughs> You can pick it up at Barnes and Noble. No, you can. You can order it on my site. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, there should be a book at some point about yeah. your lifeblood and your legacy of doing ministry the right way. And it's not to say that anybody else's way right, is wrong. Exactly. It's just, exactly. Yeah. It's just for this area, for this neighborhood, for this place, for this time. Uh, God has sent a perfect, a perfect couple. To, You're like the third person up. in the past month that said, when are you going to write a book to me? So really? I'm, I'm starting to And every day I get a reminder that. that you're supposed to be writing. So oh, yeah. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Right, now I'm feeling convicted. Yeah, now you yeah. This is going to be fun. We got to get home and write real quick. I'm joking. We, yeah. um, we love you guys. Love Seriously, you too. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to all the artists that came yes. and performed. Thank you, Jarrett. Yes, setting up Jarrett. all the sound, top my productions, book this man, you know? <laughs> book ripe. Yeah. Just make sure you include me. <laughs> uh, you can book ripe, just include uh, top mop in the, the line items, please. Um, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't do this. I mean, that's the crazy thing is Jarrett, the relationship with Jarrett has meant everything to me because I might, you know, have whatever skills and gifts that I have, but I can't do anything that he does. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like... As much as I might have relationships with artists, who's if you don't have a sound system, you don't have a show. Yeah, yep. you don't yeah. have a stage set up, you don't have a show. Yep. And so it's kind of been a thing where you know we've we've worked well together, and I think yes. by God's grace, there's been benefits networking wise for you to get other opportunities for real paying gigs <laughs> by serving with us, you know? <laughs> it, <laughs> which is good. It goes both ways because like I always feel convicted because I'm like, oh, I'm not ministering enough to people. But like doing stuff like this, like I don't always get to directly connect to someone, but I'm giving everyone the means to connect to more people. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You are, man. You're playing part a role of the, in the body. Kingdom, part yeah. of the body. Yeah. Elbows and knees and wrists and hands. <laughs> all needed. Yeah. We all need it, man. We all got a part to play, so... Um, thank you guys for being a part of the the Big C Church of Philly. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank we you. love y'all. We look forward to the future. Yeah, of back Let's in Brickyard. Yes, sir. Let's do back, it. back in Brickyard. You know, <laughs> just keep three. adding backs. Back again. Um, <laughs> should should be happening sometime in twenty twenty four. Absolutely. Um, love y'all. Uh, if you are here and you partner with us, we just want to say thank you for partnering with us. Yeah. Part of an extension of that is us being able to do stuff like this with, with Shores of Grace. And so when you partner with us, you're you know, blessing other ministries yeah, in ways, yeah. whether you realize it or not. Um, that's something that we've said since day one, that we believe our success is inherently connected and tethered to the success of our partners. And so we, mm. we view our success that way, not yeah. just ours, but the people we're connected to. So thank you for partnering with us so we can partner with others. Um, and if you're here and you don't currently partner with us, we'd highly encourage you to jump on our website, ripecreatives.com, click the Give button, uh, consider being a part of this with us. 
every resource goes a long way in helping us yeah. grow. Yeah. You know, we have visions, we have ideas for days, yeah. um, but we're, we're obviously walking in step with the, with how the Lord provides for us to be able to get there. So consider partnering with us. It would mean a lot to us. Um, reach out to us if you enjoyed this episode. We'd love to talk to you about it. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Any final, final thoughts? Jarrett, Luke, Allison. I I was just really quickly going to say like partnering with with organizations, with ministries like Ripe, you're serving the unreached by partnering with somebody, with a ministry like Ripe. It, it's impossible to do. Luke and I cannot do it on our own. Shores of Grace cannot do it on our own. Like, But together, we can make these things happen. And I love that we can serve um, a neighborhood that often gets overlooked. I wish they weren't, um, but I just I feel so honored and blessed to be able to partner with with Ripe, yeah, um, and just to make these things possible. We obviously would never be seen on a stage um, performing music, but um, through Ripe and just um, you guys are so dedicated and just you're bringing Jesus to our neighborhood, and we just we yeah. just love that. Yeah. Uh, anything from your end, Jared? Nah, uh, it was just a great event. It was a lot of fun to serve that community. Amen. Amen. Hey, stay tuned for more episodes here on The Time is Right. It's been a blast. Ah, we love y'all. As always, stay right. Hello, place.